Hello and welcome to the third series of the Buy From podcast. Buy From is a creative marketing agency and we're based in Shropshire and we're here to help you with all things strategy, social media and design. So this is our second episode of the year and we are so excited to welcome our first guest onto our podcast. Yay! So today, not only do you have myself, Lindsay, but I am also joined by the very lovely Rachel Robinson from Morley Milk. So say hi, Rach. Hello. Hi, everybody. Yay. Um, I'm so happy to have Rach here. Um, she's not only one of our lovely buy from clients, she's also a friend. So I can't wait to be chatting with her. So on today's podcast, we'll be finding out all about Morley Milk what makes them just so innovative and how we've come to know Rach and her family so well. So let's dive in and find out more. So Rach, I believe this is possibly your third first podcast. Is that right? Yeah, it is our first podcast. I love podcasts. I consume them all the time. Um, I listen to varied ones, a lot of business ones like uh, Lead to Win, She Moves Business, but I'm also a bit nerdy. I quite like a bit of the life scientific and thinking aloud. And of course, the Buy From Shropshire podcast as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. So yeah, I mean, I consume so many podcasts. We were just talking before we jumped on. So uh, podcast addicts. Um, but yeah, this is our first podcast with a guest. So we're super excited. So can you tell me a little bit more about Morley Milk, aka Morley Town Farm? So like where you're based, a little bit about who you are and what you sell. Yeah, sure. Well, um, we're... I've married into a farming family. My husband is from Northern Ireland and he moved over here from Northern Ireland in the late 70s with his uh, his parents, David and Margaret, who are still very much part of the business today. Uh, when they moved here, the farm was 240 acres. There was a commercial herd of cows that they were milking, 140 cows. Um, and they've worked really hard over the years and taken opportunities as they've arisen. And so today we're a, a mixed farm. We've got um, arable for the cows. We've got, uh, we rear all the bulls for beef. Uh, we're quite better known obviously for our, our dairy herd. Um, we've also had to uh, diversify to keep business afloat. We've got a few small light industrial units. Uh, we've more recently diversified into some renewable energy technology. And um, a few years ago, well, nearly 40 years ago now, actually, uh, we started our own brand of Morley Milk just to add value, really, to um, the business that we were already part of. It's amazing backstory. And I'm just going to take that phrase you use that um, AIDS parents took every opportunity. And that's what sticks in my mind with you and AIDS as well, is like that grasping of opportunity and not just letting it go by. So I absolutely love that about you guys. It's definitely helped you grow. Um, so for our listeners, I am lucky enough to have Morley Milk as my neighbours. They are, they are literally um, a stone's throw up the road. But actually, Rach, I was thinking back to last year's lockdown, um, back in the summer when it was like so hot, you had um, leftover cream one day and gave me some kindly. And I turned it into salted caramel ice cream and it was super delicious. Yes. <laughs> the I remember the photo as well. <laughs> such a happy snapper of my food. <laughs> um, but the cream, of course, was making all the difference. Um, but talking of cream and milk, as you've said, that's um, what you now have, have become known for. And yeah. you guys have a lot of stockists around Shropshire and beyond. 
Um, and most recently, I've started to supply some seriously trendy and talented baristas in Birmingham, I hear. Oh, no, it's just, the coffee scene is fantastic. Um, when I think back to when I first met Aid 20 years ago now, where the dairy, we were supplying four milkmen, uh, glass bottles. And then as sort of supermarkets expanded their range and started took over really, and, and a lot of the retail and the high street started to fade, we really had to um evolve the business and keep up with the time so we then moved we had the glass bottle line and we also started bottling in plastic bottles and I think doing that opened up a lot more avenues to supply farm shops yeah uh, cafes were popping up and um, you know it started really small and we were very local um as time's gone on uh, I think it was 2007 we stopped the glass line altogether because the doorstep um, took such a decline that we um, decided that it was sort of dragging the business down a bit it wasn't economically viable anymore with the the water and the wash chemicals that were needed to to sterilize the bottles it just wasn't an efficient system anymore so we took the big decision to to stop the glass line but then we were able to embrace the opportunities that we had then with farm shops and cafes and I think by sticking to our our core values of high animal welfare, looking after the cows, produces really good quality milk. It's super duper fresh. We're here for our local customers. Yeah. And sticking to that has kind of opened so many doors for us. And um, I think the proof's in the pudding now that the customers that we've got are fantastic. And they range really, say, farm shops, some brilliant artisan bakers we honestly the chefs as well locally they're so talented on my days and yeah the the coffee coffee shop culture in this country is fantastic it has grown and I think it is still a growing industry and um some friends of ours their friends now um decided to uh, go and open a little coffee shop in Worcester and they discovered us um and absolutely loved our milk and really by word of mouth our business in the coffee industry has really grown and in 2019 we were the dairy sponsor for the Birmingham Coffee Festival which was oh it was so cool it's just fantastic yeah it was really cool so yeah I think um we've just got a real diverse and obviously milk being milk your customer base is everything from school children up to the elderly you know so we've got this huge range of people that we supply and actually yeah it's quite a privilege to do that oh absolutely and it's so so true what you say about how the coffee trend is rising I do think it's going to be like the next gin craze because it's incredible and I think also with Covid and lockdown like I don't know about you but with our Instagram obsession people have got now the most fanciest home coffee machines as well like it's crazy <laughs> yeah definitely it, it is a growing industry and it's so forward thinking you know and it's all I don't know it's quite it's quite cool it's quite trendy at the minute and um but yeah I definitely think that's an area where it's going to grow I know I remember sitting at Birmingham Coffee Festival actually <laughs> like we're here we made it <laughs> <laughs> with my big poster of Wilma behind me our favorite car it was like Wilma here. we're at Birmingham City Centre. <laughs> I know, I literally remember us buzzing as well because we'd had so many coffees. So much coffee. <laughs> Crazy, we were like, we have to stop and have some water because we're going to pass yeah. Oh my days, yeah, I know. Crazy. So yeah, I think that was massive for you guys and 
you know, it is testament to what you guys are about. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled on the coffee scene because morning milk will definitely be a part of it. Um, but now I just want to talk about one thing that the team here at Buy From love most about you guys. And that's how innovative you are. So we've briefly touched on how you've changed over the years, but you're always wanting to try new things. You are super passionate about what you do and you're always wanting to grow and evolve your business, but in a really sustainable way. Um, and that messaging is super strong. But can you tell us about what happens on the farm, how you guys operate on renewable energy and just all about that background stuff as well? Yeah, sure. I think um, farming, like any industry, it's obviously evolved over the years. You know, when you think back to when David was um, a child, um, he was milking cows sitting on a stool <laughs> by hand. And now we've got six robots that milk cows and we don't have to have any hands on with the cats at all so um i think to keep efficient you've got to stay on top of technology you've got to keep um because of the environment and that impact your technology has got to be up to date you've really got to embrace it all and change is hard i think for any business and it's taken a lot of capital investment from us you know we've had to plow so much of our own time and money and energy into these new things and certainly with um, the digester that we've got now, um, it was a bit of a leap of faith really because we've been, been a bit of a guinea pig with, with that technology. Um, if I go back a bit, we first installed some um, solar panels on a shed roof and they were fantastic, but obviously they only work in the daytime. Yeah. And they were efficient in the summer. <laughs> um, and Aid always wanted a, a wind turbine because anybody that knows Clibbury where we are it's got beautiful rolling Shropshire hills we're perched on top of a hill here so we're quite a windy site um it took about two years to get the planning through for the turbine but we got there in the end and again it's great but it's reliant on the weather uh, that does better in the winter with the storms and all the wind and all the rest of it so the, the solar and the turbine complemented each other quite well uh, but what Aid really wanted was the technology where, because the cows are housed in the winter and we're getting the, the slurry or the waste from the sheds, we wanted to get a biogas digester that ran purely off the cow waste, because not only is it a brilliant waste management system, but then we can also utilise um, the energy from that. So we found a company um, that we could work with who were believers that this technology could work because with a lot of biodigesters you have to feed them maize or wheat or yeah. put other inputs into them whereas we morally don't think it's right actually to be using land that can be used for food to feed people or animals um, just to put that to renewable energy because it kind of I think defeats the object of trying to be green and sustainable so yeah we, we've put up um, our little anaerobic digester I think it's been up now for two years and um, yeah, it's doing really well. So it's an 80 kilowatt engine. And because of the heat of the engine that it produces, we're also getting hot water from that. So not only are we 100% efficient in our own electricity production, but we're also getting hot water. So all the preheating for boilers, for the milking parlors, for the dairy, even the farmhouse, it's all heated from the yeah. waste. <laughs> that's the amazing. Yeah, that's just an example of yeah technology that we we've gotten to use here oh it is awesome and for anyone who 
um, doesn't know what an anaerobic digester is, it literally is a massive dome of gas, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it is incredible. Um, so check out Morley Milk's Instagram um, for more on more on that. But the renewable side of it is fascinating. And also that wind turbine is like a landmark now. I can't imagine, yeah. I can't imagine you guys without it now. It's just become... Right. And we've even got neighbours that use it to see what direction the wind's blowing, which sounds really random. But you can tell, and you know, like these last few days, she's been facing east. So, you know, it's going to be really cold. But yeah. now she's facing southwest, so it's not so bad today. <laughs> Spring's potentially arriving. Yes. <laughs> no, it is amazing, honestly. So, it's so good to work with you guys when we know that you're this innovative and that sustainability is at the heart of what you do um, and it is part of your DNA and so we do need to shout it from the rooftops um, but just talking about the cows and milking the cows you also have an amazing way of doing this and it's, it fascinates me so can you tell us about the robots and their pretty smart accessory? Oh well they're just amazing so we were milking um, about 250 cows on a traditional milking parlour, tribo milking parlour um, that was installed in 1991 and we got to the point with with all technology things get out of date there's wearing parts there just comes a point where things are getting a bit tired and need upgrading and Adrian my husband uh, loved the idea of robots and one of his cousins who lives in Scotland had a, a lady robot on his farm but it was one of the very first ones and the technology wasn't quite there yeah so um but by the time that we were looking at the robots, the technology had moved on so much. And in 2008, it was Christmas Eve, 2008, <laughs> we switched over from our traditional milking parlour to four robots. Um, they are totally automated. So the cows are in the sheds in the winter or they can go outside in the summer, but they wander back to the robot. They all wear a pedometer, like we would wear a Fitbit. It's got their ID number on there. The robot knows who she is, lets her in, feeds her, an automatic arm goes in and milks her. She just stands there so quiet. We don't have to round them up anymore. And um, yeah, they're just the quietest contented cows that you could see. And they really but, are. Yeah, with the robots, again, like the technology moves on. And then they'd sort of done, I think Aid said between the, the robots, they've done like over 2 million milkings in 10 years. Oh which God. is phenomenal really um so we upgraded them again in uh 2019 so we've now got six forward merlin robots um milking the cows for us yeah and it, it just works so well for us they're just really happy and quiet and it, it's one of those technologies it really has to be seen to be believed <laughs> it genuinely does and like that Fitbit, I'm not exaggerating for listeners honestly imagine a Fitbit round a cow's leg which which tells them to, or tells Morley all the information they need to know, and you know you guys are so open. You have open farm days um, and visits, and I just think that shows that you're like, come on in, have a look at just how peaceful those cows are, and they do. They you just see them wander. They're like, yes, please take my milk, and then I'm content. <laughs> I'll go back and have an eat and a snooze. There, yeah. But, I mean, the cows are part of your family, aren't they? They, you know, they really they really are contented so I love that part of it the robotic parlor's magic <laughs> um but yeah so if you do get a chance to see it for yourself please do but also check out again 
more less social. But talking to the cows again, we cannot talk, we cannot not talk about the gorgeous Wilma and oh her friends. God. Wilma. She's so special. Um, she is amazing. So tell us a little bit about Wilma. And then also, can you tell us a little bit, a bit about your Instagram? Because you're so good at Instagram and telling the Morley Milk story. Yeah, well, um, Wilma was a special little calf that was born, of, I'm reckoning she's about six or seven now. She's got um, a bit, hasn't she? Yeah. She's got a bit, yeah. Um, and even as a, like a really small calf, as a heifer, she just loved people. She would be the one that would come marching over, you know, think that people think house is being like quiet and timid no no not Wilma she's just like straight in there and um when she was a young heifer we put all the young heifers out to grass till they're about two or three years old and we had a public footpath through and she would literally if somebody was walking a dog she'd be like oh I'll, I'll come and she'd be like catching up with people and just like going for a walk alongside you know this is like lovely little spotty cow that's just so interested in what what we're up to all the time She's been to Burwood's show a few times and our local show. And she really is just a bit of a superstar. She's like so placid and uh, she's like super friendly. And yeah, she's just become a bit of a star in her own right, really. She has. Um, she's shocked to fame. She did. And we had um, Meg Hawkins photography came round uh, two or three years ago now when we did a little photo shoot with Wilma. And yeah, now she's on our milk vans. She's on all our social media and I even get messages from customers saying, how's Wilma doing? You know, she's just actually got like her own little fan base. It's ace. We all love her. We just love I, know, I can't honestly as well. I know this is probably hard to believe for listeners, but that day of the photo shoot, I'm not joking. I swear she had her sassy pants on and she was like, <laughs> this is my day. Like, get out of the yeah. way. I'm looking super shiny. I am ready for my photo <laughs> she has got a massive personality she's huge oh my gosh no we love her she is the best oh my god lovely Wilma but you are so like transparent on your Instagram and you're all about educating and that's what makes you guys brilliant yeah totally I think um well our social media uh started we had an open day in 2012 and um that year we had over a thousand visitors in just the two hours that we were open so we were like absolutely overwhelmed by the interest in the farm because um the business was growing at that point the, the milk side of the business and um we were just like wow this is like getting really popular <laughs> because of its <laughs> success I think um and I think so at that point then I thought we need a Facebook page so I got some help from a teenager how <laughs> 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 to set up our Facebook page and I was like showing a few photographs of the cows and we got quite a nice little local following on Facebook which was great then as time went on I sort of discovered the joys of Instagram and I think Instagram works really well for us because the business is so visual there's so many aspects and I think what I learned from Facebook was that what I do on a day-to-day basis what I see every day calves cows bulls funny animal goings on you know there's never a dull moment is there when you're with animals um, I think we take for granted that and I because I used to think well milk's milk nobody wants to hear about that but actually people are really interested in that so yeah it, it's it's really grown and it's really nice to have that connection with people through the social media yeah and definitely. a lot of what I post now certainly my Instagram posts the inspiration for anything that goes on the grid is more 
comes more now from like the frequently asked questions, things that we get asked about, like the robots. Do your cows go outside in the summer? What happens with your bull calves? I tell them it's yep. there on social media and people can see and anything that people ask, I will try and answer to my best ability in an honest and open way. And then there's my stories, <laughs> which are a bit more of my like day to day. I love stories, <laughs> my personal favorite at the moment like honestly I love all of them but my personal favorite is the chocolate cheesecake because every oh. Sunday I'm like oh I need to make it <laughs> yes I need to make it well I'm not I'm not really a very good cook I'm not known for my cooking skills and um I've got four children who are ages between 12 and 17 so all they do pretty much all day when they're actually awake is eat so <laughs> <laughs> um what I love to do on a Sunday when I've just got that little bit more time is, you know, make my creamy potatoes yeah. or make a nice apple crumble or my chocolate cheesecake, which the children request at the moment. So it's just really yeah. nice to use our product and show it in action in a simple way that people can, you know, if somebody wants to know how to make the cheesecake, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. And that's honestly so it's like that provides valuable insight it's a behind the scenes it's real life and I think that's why you come across so well because it is real life there's no kind of fancy filters there's no trying oh, kind of hidden agenda it's just here we are this is us yeah this is what we do it's our it's our crazy kitchen it's our crazy dogs it's yeah mm. it's just pretty much just a bit insight into the life on the farm and I think with social media we could worry so much about maybe trying to orchestrate it and make it all look beautiful. But actually people aren't really that bothered if it's all, you know, pretty and, and whatever. No, it's um, just got to be valuable content. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the engagement that I get is fantastic. So I, I think I'm doing the right thing. And if there's anything that anybody wants to see or would like to see more of, if people just let me know and then I'll be sure to do pictures of it all exactly exactly it. um so we worked with you and the Morley Town Farm family on lots of project projects to date um yes we've loved every one of them of course but I think in particular we should talk about the rebrand um oh. it was such a great project and it was interesting to learn more about you and the business and yeah. what you wanted that rebrand to be so what made you want to rebrand at that point well, I think um, Morley Milk is the big 4-0 next year, which is like, super exciting. Oh my gosh, 40 years. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously we've evolved over the time and I think we just got to the point where with our branding, the, the logo and all that was just, it's quite well recognised locally. And I just felt that it just needed a bit of a refresh. I just wanted it to feel a bit more modern. Yeah. But without, you know, doing away with all that history that we've got. And I think you guys did a fantastic job. And when you think of a milk label, it's such a small area. We're quite restricted on colours because there's industry colours that we have to use. So to get our story and just that little bit of a facelift. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. We were so pleased. Good. Just all well. Oh, good. Well, we love doing it for you. And it was a... It was a process which needed time spending on it, didn't it? There was lots of back and forth, um, you know, lots of coffee dates and cake dates. And, um, Absolutely. They were just an excuse. 
Um, but yeah, it was such a lovely process um, and it was good to see what the competition were doing. It was good to see what was out there. And I think it just honed in on your USP as a business. Definitely. And I think um, what you guys did so well was I knew what I didn't like and I <laughs> couldn't quite get my my ideas out on paper. And I think that's where you you were so good with your the design aspect of things was that you were able to sort of draw out that story and draw out those important elements. As I said before, like for us that live it day to day, we don't always maybe see what other people see from an outside perspective. When you're really in it all the time, you don't really think, oh yeah, actually, yeah, we do that. Oh yeah, we do that. And so you managed to get like the family elements, the dogs, the chickens, the cows, <laughs> the turbine, you know, the whole thing just on a milk label and of course on the website as well but you know it was just fantastic process to do yeah. that oh we loved it and hopefully listeners you will have seen the new look and the new labels on the shelves um but again if you haven't check out morley's website or go and buy some milk <laughs> um, but it was a real passion project um lots of sketches in notebooks backs of envelopes etc so the end result is fabulous and i'm so happy for you guys so did you enjoy working with us on it? Was it a project which seemed like a smooth process? It was, it was brilliant. And I think you were all so accessible and you were so patient with me. So I'd be like, oh, I really like that, but I'm not sure if I don't like that. And no, it was just really good. You guys were just, uh, and you're so energetic and enthusiastic. And I think with your knowledge as well of food and drink locally, I was just brilliant, yeah. No, I really enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, so before we wrap up, I think we have to just talk about your amazing charity work. And um, again, this just makes me so proud to work with you, honestly, so proud. Um, you always give back and it makes you incredible. So can you just tell us about your chosen charity and how you support them? Yeah, sure. Well, we've got a few charities that we support. Um, David and Margaret, my in-laws, were involved with a charity called Send a Cow. Uh, right from when it was founded and they've been out to Uganda and seen the poverty out there and they got involved and we actually sent a cow called Morley Princess and in Carth Heifer she was one of the first ones of their project to go she flew to Uganda and she was donated to a Ugandan fa uh, family who had training how to look after her and animal husbandry and then once the calf was born the family then gift that to another family who were then trained it's very much um, a hand up, not a handout. Yeah. And, um, David and Margaret have been really passionate about Send a Cow over the years. So we love to support them. Um, we have a charity milk bar at our local agricultural show and we donate all the profits because obviously the agriculture link is a really nice one to have. Yeah. So uh, we make tea, coffee, milkshakes and we donate that to uh, Send a Cow, which is really lovely to do. And um, Adrian and I, we support two charities. They're both Birmingham-based. Um, first one is a small charity called Little Hearts Matter. And we first started to support them because in 2006, our son was diagnosed with a, it's actually the rarest form of congenital heart disease. He's had um, a lot of surgery over the years. His first was at three days old. And um, I've been supported all throughout, he's 14 now. Um, all throughout his life um, by Little Hearts Matter. So we do a bit of fundraising for them throughout the year. I've abseiled, I've run. My girls have swam the length of the English Channel <laughs> for Little Hearts Matter. Um, but um, 
in 2006, when Samuel was only five months old, he had his second open heart surgery on the 19th of December. So being in a children's hospital in December was emotional enough anyway, but with it being Christmas sort of made it, you know, on a different level. So um, a couple of years ago, Ada and I had the idea that, you know, we love the children's hospital. We've got a lot of, uh, we made a lot of friends through the hospital and we really wanted to give something back. So what we decided to do to get the business side involved was every December now, we donate a proportion of our profit from the milk sales to the Birmingham Children's Hospital. Which is amazing. And you guys did a fantastic Christmas label. So it's on my social media if you want to have a look at it on Insta, uh, where we've got a real simple Christmas design with a very subtle message that we donate to the Children's Hospital just so that we can all remember and let those families know that they're not forgotten about at Christmas when they're going through a really tough time. So Yeah, um, and the fact that those charities mean that much to you, um, so it gives me chills because that's what makes it even more special, isn't it? And, you know, this is why if you can support Morley Milk, please do it because look at what these guys are doing. It's magic. Um, so we love you. <laughs> so thank you so, so much for joining me, Rach, um, and being our first guest. Woo. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. It has been a complete pleasure. But before we actually do go, can you just tell everybody where they can find you. So what is your Insta handle? What is your website address? How can we all have a look at the lovely Morley Milk lifestyle? Oh, well, you can find us at Morley Milk on Facebook and Instagram. And our website is all the W's, uh, morleytownfarm.co.uk and Morley is M-A-W-L-E-Y. Thank you. We'll share that as well when we tag you in the posts, of course, on our social media. Um, and just thanks for giving us that whistle-stop tour about everything Morley Milk. Thank you, Linz. <laughs> so don't forget to subscribe if you've enjoyed listening to this. We'll be back with the next episode in just a few weeks' time. If you're interested in a rebrand, we would love to work with you so you can reach out to us on our social media or visit www.buy-from.com. So bye from me. Thanks for listening. And bye from Rach. Bye. See ya.